Hello and welcome to season three of Life Story. This season, we're diving deep and welcoming back some fan favorite guests of years past to talk about the moments that made them. We're talking the triumphs, the heartaches, the people who make life worth living. Come and join me as I continue to say, tell me your story. Tell me your story, your life story. And welcome back to another episode of Life Story. As we're continuing on our journey in season three of bringing back some fan favorites of yesteryear, we have not only one of the most, if not the most highest rated episode, I know he's the highest rated episode because I just checked, but we have the man that helped me start this franchise that has now become the Life Story podcast. It bled into the Super Film Club podcast, so owe this guy a lot. As well, we are celebrating almost being friends for 21 years. So welcome back from episode one, way, way back when, my good friend, Michael Custer. Welcome back to the show, Michael. Hello, hello. Good to be here. Yeah. Life story. It has been an amazing journey watching you start from that first episode till now, my friend. I was going to say, long, long time since March of 2021. Lives were so much different then. Yeah. No. And who would have thought the little podcast that could makes it to episode 75? Seriously, though. it's It's been impressive, dude. All the different people you brought on the show, now going on to your friends, talking about the film group. It's, it's super cool to see how this has blossomed to something amazing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being kind of the guinea pig pilot episode. Um, and kind of getting to start this journey on with me. So I'm excited to get to talk about you today a little bit more because back when we did episode one, you were about a month and a half from making a huge move for yourself from having lived in the Quad Cities your entire life to making a big move out to Denver. Um, So let's kind of get started with that. Why did you know and how did you know that summer 2021 was the right time to make that move for yourself and why was denver the perfect place to make that first big move you know it's kind of funny i uh, had the opportunity to move several times before then uh i had the option to move out there in like 2017 i've been out to Colorado a few times to visit my current roommate nate Bidet. Yep, friend of the uh, podcast uh, yes yes and so, yeah, I had the opportunity to move out a couple different times, but just didn't feel like the right time to do it. Uh, I always went out there at least once a year after the first trip in 2017 to go and check it out and still see my friends out here. And then finally, I was just like, you know what? I want to try something different with my life. I've lived in the Quad Cities my whole life. want to move somewhere different, try something new. And yeah, from there, it just kind of took off, you know, just telling all the important people like my parents that was done plan on moving and kind of making all the preparations but yeah uh, wouldn't change a thing wouldn't look back at it differently yeah how was that when you told your folks that you were moving because i know family is super huge for you your two sisters are still in the quad cities that they're significant others you have a niece now oh my god yeah no when i uh first told them it was uh it was interesting, too, because, like, they're really happy for me. They're definitely proud that, hey, you're doing something different. You're changing your life. You're making own decisions kind of deal. But I know uh, I remember talking to my dad uh, on our deck. We're grilling together, and he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss you. You know, and he's sad I don't get to see you as often. feel the same way, but 
we still try to make the time for each other. Yeah, if it's important, um, you always do. It's true. It's true. And hell, my niece is just born right around that time too. That's true. She was born in May of twenty-one, and now she's man, almost gonna be three. By this I understand day. she's a little Spitfire. Ah, oh, she is. She is cutie and just ah amazes me every time I see her. I always just learn something new. Mm-hmm. I always love when my mom can have a story about seeing her at the preschool. Oh my god, yes, yeah. Uh, Sabidi, you know, there's just a big tight community back there. It's you always know someone. Yeah, it's not quite so like Cheers, but it is kind of where everybody knows your name. It's true. It's true. And usually, it's a good thing. It's not yeah. A good thing at all. So, how was the move out to Denver and stuff? Your parents went with you. You got a U-Haul. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, ended up getting a U-Haul. Well, it's funny enough. We were originally gonna tow my car behind the U-Haul, but. When we got the tow for it, it just wasn't working properly, and then I just hated the idea of already having a big moving van and my car behind it trying to reverse or do anything it would just be awful. I'll tell you, uh, from experience of uh, moving to Alabama, you did the right thing. It was a nightmare. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Would have been the worst. So I ended up, I drove the truck, my dad drove my car, and then my mom drove uh, my dad's car out there. And Yeah, no, it was uh, awful. No Bluetooth, no cruise control, and I swear, they have a little gauge in there that has very slivers of green spots where you can try to get a good gas mileage. I don't know how you end up doing it, but it was, yeah, yeah. Definitely wouldn't want to do that again. If I if I crossed the country and moved, I would just sell all my stuff and just start fresh. Okay. But still, overall, well worth it. Uh, it was definitely a fun drive getting out there, but... It's good to now be settled. <laughs> yeah. And how is it living with our friend Nate? Because you are you both are going on almost three years together. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah, about two and a half years at this point. And no, it's uh, it's been crazy. You know, first first couple months is definitely like getting to know each other, getting to your flow and, you know, what people like. You know, some people don't like being talked to early in the morning. Uh, other people do. And so you're just kind of learning where we fit into each other's lives. Because he was your first yeah. roommate, correct? For, yeah, yeah, first roommate. So it's, I, I got the lottery on that one. That, love that, man. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we do pretty well uh, communicating with each other on you know what we need. And honestly, most of the time we, we hang out with each other most nights. And yeah, it's, uh, it's a good relationship. So wouldn't, uh, wouldn't trade in for anything. Definitely wasn't what I expected going in, but it's, it's been incredible. Okay, tell me a little bit more. What what were you expecting going in, or not expecting? You know, I, it's not that I had really any expectations. I figured it would work out well. I'd known Nate for years, and yeah, I always thought it would really work, but never to this extent where, you know, we talk to each other every day for the most part, seeing each other in. Now that we uh, upgraded to a balcony, most times we have a drink at the end of the day and talk about our day. Yeah, it's just a, it's a really chill friendship and you know, we're always trying to plan another adventure together. So no, it's a really good friend. So that's can't wonderful. Complain. I mean, you can't beat, like you said, having a friend that you've known for multiple years, you have the history of high school, grade school together to live with again. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the cool part. You know, we have a lot of history back in the Midwest. So anytime I try to make a trip back home, I always let him know and We've been able to go back together on a few times to save money on travel. No, it's it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, his family out here has become my family, and 
vice versa. So that's so, right because you yeah. don't have relatives out there, but Nate has quite a few relatives. Yeah, yeah. No, it is, uh, he has his uncle out here and uh, other few family members. But uh, yeah, so it was kind of nice uh, adopting a family when I came out here as well. There's been a few times I couldn't make it back home with my family for the holidays, so it's always been nice to spend that here with some good people. Yeah, definitely. I remember some of my favorite Thanksgivings were back at Texas Tech with my Texas Tech fam. That isn't the same as having it with blood family, but you make do with what you have. It's true, and that's been kind of a learning curve out here is moving away from the traditional setup of uh, family life, and now it's more of, hey, you make the family you have here with you know friend groups and all the people around here who are kind of extended family at this point. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, it's really nice and really beautiful. And, you know, it's like I said in your first podcast episode, it's all about the people that you know. If you surround yourself with good people, good things will happen. Mm-hmm. It still remains true today. 100%. You get what you put out into the universe. Oh, my God, yes. And, no, I think that's where it really works really well. I mean, Nate are both very free spirits when it comes to trying new things and going out and, and doing stuff. So I'm constantly getting into other adventures. It's the same thing with all the other people I've uh, got in my life out here as well. I've made some friends of my own through my work and uh, also made friends with some of Nate's friends as well out here. So I've got a nice, good community. And yeah, it's, uh, it's really nice. So are now working with Nate at his family's company. Tell me about how you got involved in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now I'm uh, working at uh, Denver Fence Guys. So uh, it's uh, Nate's uncle's company. Uh, which yeah, Nate also works for as well. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a cool experience. I haven't done it long. It's only been maybe six months now that I've been doing it. But uh, it's great. It's an extra form of income. Uh, can now say I'm a business owner, which is kind of funny. That's right. Tell uh, me a little bit about that experience because you had to do a few things before you could start working with Fence Guys. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I don't really work for the company itself. I'm just a private contractor at this point. Really fancy. And, uh, yeah, all right. It sounds it sounds cool. So I named the uh, company uh, Custer Consulting LLC. Uh huh. Seems like it could be more than what it is, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So it's uh, it's interesting too having to uh, set up a business, and which I guess technically it's not really a business business, but it's just a spot to hold money, I guess. But yeah, it's uh, it's been fun because it really gets to flex an extra muscle I've never had to do before, being commission based rather than just being a, a nine to five kind of a deal. So. It's interesting having to work really hard for that and uh, really try to, you know, connect people and try to be genuine, but not all, uh, also upsell them or try to do anything that, you know, schemey business people can do. Yeah. <laughs> so, which, which is fun. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, new and I'm sure there's more to come with that as, uh, as I go along with it. Yeah. It hasn't been a, a year yet, but it's, uh, it's exciting. It's a nice form of extra funny money and income so i can do more out here and experience more of the world do you feel you'll ever want to like go more into that like is it a skill you're like wow i'm really digging this or are you still more on the i like kind of more the retail end of life oh you know i with retail it's it gets old after a while you know i have anybody who's worked in retail or done any kind of work like that with customer facing it's it's taxing, especially after you've done it for many years. And, you know, you either really love it or you want to move on to something different. Mm-hmm. I know with me, I would definitely would love to do something different besides uh, what I do now, which, you know, will come in time uh, mm-hmm. once I find the right fit. But, 
uh, we'll see. Right now, it's uh, it works for me in this moment of time, but I'm always open to different options in the future and what it could be. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some hobbies that you've picked up coming down to Denver. I know cooking was something your dad is immaculate at, and it's a skill you've also been starting to build for yourself. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. You know, I, I got more into cooking when I moved out of my parents' place, and, you know, as time's gone on, I've taken it on more and more, especially uh, moving away. Really, some of those uh, homemade recipes that you make really have a lot more meaning to them. And Amen to that. It's fun to share that with the people around you as well when you can have friends over and take up some cooking. Uh, definitely, uh, the, my pasta recipe for spaghetti is uh, taken off here. I've had a few friends pick that one up from me. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's, it's fun. Uh, I've definitely been trying to get into learning new recipes and cooking different ways. Most recent one's been uh, going off uh, baking a little bit more instead of using the grill, uh, which I've learned is a little bit healthier for you, apparently. So Yeah, putting more th- kind of things in the oven. Yeah, yeah, and so it's been uh, interesting. I've been trying to, I guess, a New Year's resolution, as it were, uh, to eat healthier and do more healthy things. So I've been trying to learn a little bit more about that when it comes to cooking and working that into my daily life. And so it's uh, it's been an interesting journey. There's a lot to learn when it comes about uh, keeping yourself healthy, like what supplements to take, and you know what kind of foods. And it's I think it's crazy on just how much of it, how much of it is, is very much to your own self you know it's not like a one-size-fits-all you have to figure out as you go along i was just gonna say yeah it's different for everybody oh it is it is it is i know we've talked about that many times when it comes to different types of uh cooking and whatnot and Mm -hmm. how we can improve upon that yeah and i know you've talked about you're getting into your fitness journey a little bit more again there may or may not be a marathon in the future or not Okay, probably smarter decision coming up in like four months. Yeah, yeah. No, he's still trying to get me onto it, but sadly I had to be like, no, bro, I can't. I I feel like I wouldn't be going into it the right reasons. I'd want to practice a little bit more and get more training done with that. Talk about some of those friendships that you've made. I know from visiting a couple of years, it's about two years ago now. Wow, that does not seem like it was that long ago. Uh, I know you had a lot of friends, Mario and Estevan, that lived in... Uh, below you all in the apartment complex. So kind of tell me who have been some of the really exciting people in your life. Oh my God, yeah, no. Uh, Martin and Stev, uh, a couple of brothers that Nate met while he was out here and uh, they used to live in the same building as us, but have since gone on to different avenues of life. Uh, Stev is now a proud father uh, to a beautiful daughter and uh, Mario now is doing uh, a lot of schooling still, but uh, he's moved back in with his parents now, and he's doing great. So I don't get to see him as much anymore, not living in the same building, but still amazing friends that yeah. you know, party together a bunch of times and just had some good times together for sure. Mario's even come um, down to the Quad Cities before. Yes, he's a very popular celebrity down there. Oh, he probably loves it more just because it's a lot cheaper to drink down there. You know... Uh, same reason I love it down there as well. Yeah. Give and take, give and take. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, there's countless I could name here. Uh, definitely Will's one of them. Uh, Jamal, another good friend of mine, uh, started a movie group actually not too long back. Oh. Uh, we come and see movies together. Uh, me, Will, Jamal, uh, some other guys as well. And so, 
it's nice to kind of build those community groups out here and have that. And yeah, it's it's interesting how as we grow older, you know, it seems to ebb and flow with friendships where some, you know, you have to leave on the back burners a little bit just because you don't have the time and then you're able to find time and blossom those friendships even more and catch up and yeah, it's it's definitely uh, an eye opening for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have quite a, a friend group down in the Quad Cities, not even just our Bedendorf gang of many of them have been on the show, um, but even when we all left for college, you had quite the friend group down there that I know you're still close with. Oh, very much so, very much so. No, it's been uh, amazing since then, uh, since that podcast. There's been three weddings in that friend group. Uh, I've been a best man in one of those weddings, and, yeah, it's been incredible, uh, Developing those friendships even more out here from a distance. And yeah, it's still nice to know that like we're all still so tight. It won't be the same as what it was when I lived there, but still is still amazing. What skills have you had to learn to keep those relationships active? You know, it's it's funny. I feel like you you learn with certain friendships what you need to do to maintain it. Sometimes those friendships require more constant communication, where other ones where it's just like, hey, how you been? It's been a few months. Uh, and so it's, it's been kind of interesting learning where those friendships play and what we, uh, what we do to keep up with one another. And, uh, it, it's funny every time I go back and we see each other, it's just, we pick up right where we left off and catch up on the new things and important things developing in our lives. And, you know, it's, it's fun just knowing that how tight you still are is still the same. It's nothing's really changed there. And you really figure out who your real friends are in those moments. Yeah, Definitely. Any thoughts of the Quad Cities in your future of moving back there? Is Denver home base for the foreseeable future? Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to say at that point. You know, it's still so, so early on to make a call like that, you know. And, and honestly, anything with that would have to involve, you know, a wife, kids, all that other stuff mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's further down the line. So at this point in time, I think Denver is where I'll be for the next couple years but who knows you know we ask the hard questions on life story (laughs) you get down to business yeah just call us tmz but also don't because i don't need copyright (laughs) it's true i can see an hour to get a call on the phone hey Uh we've taken photos outside your apartment complex and everything and it's like oh gosh tmz you really do find everyone seen your crib but we're not impressed yeah mm. <laughs> mtv calling they are not mm, mm. <laughs> uh, uh, some things we talked about previously though in the last episode we did like we said 75 episodes ago um photography is something you've always at least always i should say pre our last episode was something you were super into and something that you really wanted to work on in colorado How's that been? Have you built that into another position? Have you been taking lots of photos? How has that grown for you? You know, it's funny. It's uh, it's definitely been an ebb and flow. When I first got out here, I was doing it a lot. Uh, a bunch of photos and really uh, taking advantage of the beauty around me. But just as time's gone on, uh, it's kind of been more on the back burners now. And so, you know, it's definitely one of the spots where I hope to get back into it at some point. Uh, the right time comes along, I guess. But yeah, as of now, I've uh, just been sticking to my phone and taking great shots when I see it in front of me. But uh, nice. haven't gone out and 
would take any other ones, really. But, uh, and that's yeah. okay. Well, exactly, exactly. And honestly, I, I break out the camera when I go on like some of the bigger trips. Like uh, me and Nate, we took a good camping trip out to Moab, Utah last year. And that was absolutely beautiful. Brought my camera along with that. Got some amazing shots. Uh, but yeah, it's been more of the, the bigger trips when it comes to taking out those photography challenges. Yeah. Have you felt living in Denver, you are able to go and explore areas you never thought you'd be able to? You know, it's funny. Like, There's definitely a lot more opportunity for it. You just have to go out and seize it. And that's uh, the funny bit. You know, you're chilling here on the weekends and like, man, you know, I could, I could definitely go out and go hiking or do something. And you're like, yeah, I could also sit on the couch and watch Netflix <laughs> as well. So it's just uh, picking those times to go do it and find the right people to go with it. Yeah. Uh, I find it's a lot easier to uh, find a buddy to go hiking with than trying to just go by yourself. Even if you, you don't have your close friends with you here, you can always find someone to go do those things with. Yeah. I mean, heck, we just were talking nice. that Nate Midday is snowboarding right now and will probably be for the foreseeable next couple hours. As he should. I mean, that man, he has thrived in Colorado. It is where he will be for the rest of his life, I'm sure. Yeah. I have no doubts about that. <laughs> well, it's beautiful when you can find a place that is yours and you know it's where you want to be. Oh, my God, yes. And that's honestly, it's, that's why I love about this place, too, is because you do get all four seasons here still. But even after, like, a big snowstorm, uh, they don't rely on plows here which is incredible to hear. Like, they rely on the sun, and the sun does not disappoint. Like, by the end of the next day, when it comes after a big snowstorm, you're good. The roads are just fine. You can drive it. Uh, you never really even see any kind of, like, dirty snow on the side of the road like you would back in the Midwest. And so it's, uh, it's pretty great. I can't complain. So let me ask you this, then. If they don't use snow plows or anything... Does the city just kind of shut down then for the day until all the snow melts? Not at all. Everyone keeps driving. Uh, you know how many Subarus are out here, bro? I mean, fair. The lot, probably a lot of big trucks, big cars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Not to, uh, at least from what I've seen, I haven't seen it shut down at all. But you know, Velocity really haven't had too big of a snowstorm out here since I've moved here. Lucky two and a half years then. Yeah, like we've had a few storms here and there, but nothing to the point where it's like things have shut down. Yeah, fair. Well, I'll tell you, when I came and visited, I was shocked how small downtown Denver felt to me. Like, I know we walked around and I just felt like, I'm sure I did not see everything. And Denver is a large spot, but for the downtown big skyscrapers and everything, I felt like we really walked a lot of it and saw a lot of it. And I just was like, wow, I really expected it to be so much bigger. But then I say that and I also went to New York and I was like, oh, this is Times Square. I expected it to be bigger. <laughs> well, Denver definitely doesn't compare to like a New York or Chicago when it comes to uh, big cities. Uh, it's very much a small big city in my mind. I think sure. that's why so many Midwesterners move out here. Just because it's not the, the big hustle and bustle of uh, New York or Chicago. It's, yeah. it's a lot smaller, more uh, small-town vibes. I remember you telling me how surprised you were that there were a lot of, like, Iowa Hawkeye fans out there. And didn't you say there's an Iowa Hawkeye bar or something out there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is an Iowa Hawkeye bar out here as well. And yeah, you, you can't go too far. You always see a, a Hawkeye sticker somewhere along the roads. Uh, 
Uh, honestly, literally just driving just the other day, uh, heading back home from work, and just saw a car parked on the side of the road, Illinois plates, a little Hawkeye sticker on the side. I'm like, yeah, go Hawks. Oh, there you go. They aren't the Cyclones, but I guess a good Iowan is a good Iowan. It's true. It's true. And honestly, I meet them so often, too. Like, just the other day at work, a uh, co-worker stopped me uh, to talk to a customer because they were uh, from Bettendorf. Oh. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Now, that's crazy of all places. Yeah, dude, it's, it's funny because, like, every once in a while, I'll meet a few folks from our neck of the woods. It's really cool because they're like, yeah, yeah, we love it out here, too. But, you know, we always got to go back for a Hawkeyes game or a Cyclones game. Yeah. Uh, Depending on which part of the aisle you get. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I feel like I don't meet too many uh, natives out here. It's a lot of transplants. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I also very much enjoy Mile High Comics up there, the one of the world's largest comic book stores. That was quite an event getting to go there with you when I visited. <laughs> hey, I still stop by every once in a while and pick you up an order. Yeah, you do. It's easy. Saves on shipping. It does. It does. It's it's funny too. It's just this giant warehouse, and just mm-hmm. a little part of downtown, and you wouldn't expect it. No. But I will say, you have a beautiful area out there. Like when we were hiking some of the mountain areas, it was very, very nice. I was shocked, or I don't know, shocked's the right word, but surprised how much of a headache I got being up there. I mean, truly, if you're not used to that mountain elevation, it can sometimes bo- bother you. Oh yeah. It's definitely, uh, definitely a different animal up here for sure. It's funny. I've, I've learned when it comes to like any kind of baking, you have to keep an account for the higher elevation because uh, things don't rise like they do in the oven, like they do at lower uh, sea levels. Interesting. I never would have thought about that, but so true. Oh, I know. I know. It's little things like that. You don't really know until you live through for a while. You're like, oh. Well, that's disappointing. Okay, I guess you got to do it this way now. <laughs> Were there other things you had to get acclimated to being in a higher elevation? Like, did you feel good the first couple of days you were out in Denver, or did it take you time to get used to things? Oh, yeah, I was fine when I uh, first moved out here, just because I, I visited here so many other times beforehand and been used to that, uh, that elevation bit. So it wasn't really an issue for me as well. But I think the key thing with that is just keep make sure you're hydrated when you're hiking out there, too. Because uh, well, we went and checked out Guard of the Gods, and we went. Yeah, we did. Out. Yeah, and so in that area too, you just gotta make sure you're really hydrated with that. Yeah, there aren't a lot of trees. Yeah, we'll get you out here again. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure you will. Better, better. 2024, we'll get you out here. Well, I can't promise 2024. My calendar is getting very, very booked. Uh huh. Uh huh. Sure. I'm a very well, popular man. I mean, I'm up to 75 episodes, buddy. There's a lot of people in my life. Do you two polls on the podcast? You should start doing polls. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> do a poll. Like, oh, do a poll. <laughs> All right, everybody, at this moment, please oh, lock in your answers. <laughs> Jesus, Crimey. What up? Uh, that'll be later. Season four, folks. Season four. Season four, <laughs> we'll get the live, uh, live polls going. We'll do a live episode. Maybe Tyler from Denver. <laughs> So, I've already got the girls in New York being like, I need to do live from apartment four. Hey, that would be sick. Yeah. Honestly, a New York trip like that. Plus you get Anna Bear on there. The only other person to ever host an episode of Life Story. I told her that the other day when she called for my birthday and she holds that very high. 
good spot to be in. It is. It is. Yeah, someone actually told me that's how I should make money off of this podcast is host a live episode at a bar or something and just try to get somebody people really will want to listen to. Honestly, that would be sick. So if uh, Iowa State President Wendy Winterstein happens to be listening, uh, let's, uh, let's have you on. This is your personal invitation. <laughs> there you go. Your special guest. Yeah, yeah. Um, what have been some of the biggest learning experiences you've had up in Denver? Oh, biggest learning experiences. Definitely a lot of life lessons out here for sure. And I think it's just learning how things change when we get older. You know, we're into our late 20s. And, you know, at this point in time, usually you've locked in a lot of friendships, a lot of close people. And, you know, it's, it's interesting just seeing how those develop with time when you're not around certain friends or when you're uh, with new ones. And, yeah, just being able to accept change with that has been probably the biggest life lessons for me just because I've always been one of those people that hates change mm -hmm. <laughs> in that regards. And so I think that's been something I've been working on within myself, and it's, uh, it's been a fun journey along the way, high and lows all together, of just kind of accepting, oh, hey, you know what? I guess this is not my control anymore. Yeah. I do accept that. It's but probably, one of the, probably one of the hardest things when you move is just you miss out on events. You're able to be at some events because you're in a new spot, but then every time you move somewhere, you leave a little bit of something else behind. No, it's true. It's true. And that's kind of the, one of the rougher bits, too, is, you know, I so in a friend's group chat so every once in a while they'll be getting a, having a get together I'm like damn I wish I could like just fly down real quick and you know say hi to everybody but you know you make the most of it when you're when you're there yeah I you have to you, I think learning how to manage your time with people and be like hey this is where I want to dedicate my time for this trip or and so usually with every trip back home I, I usually try to make it either like this is more for family this will be more for friends and try to make as much time with both but and trying to kind of leave it open, you know, and let the adventure choose me really when it comes yeah. to that. I will say the one thing that made me laugh so much, you asked me for advice about it, probably first couple months being there was um, every time you have to go on a trip, it's relatively a trip going back home. And so you just have to get used to your vacation days now being, oh, I'm going on a vacation to go back to where I grew up where where you live closer to your family, your vacations can now be, oh, I'm going to go to this really cool city and my vacation time does not have to be visiting family. I remember having to get used to that in Texas and Kansas, and I remember you being like, wow, you were very right about that. You know, it's funny. Uh, the longer I'm here, the more I realize how those vacation days are more and more important to you, the more you use them. And, you know, I, I try to make it a good even flow going back for you know big events when I can or if there's like a cheap flight uh, back home hell I just made a Halloween trip not too long ago back to the KC and you know, it was like 30 bucks on Frontier flight and you know one of those moments where like shoot yeah I can, I can take a couple days off just yeah. to they hand you some scotch flight. tape and they said hey just put this on the wing if you ever see it like kind of shaking off a bit oh, no, I know it's not like the Alaskan Airlines where you gotta hold down the door the whole flight just to make sure it doesn't come off. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just looking for those opportunities and taking advantage of them. You know, that's why I always kind of keep an eye on cheap flights if I can. That way if there's a moment where I can get in a, a quick weekend trip just to say hi to some folks and not really use up too much vacation time, I'm there. Yeah. 
Tell me a little bit about your third member of your household. sleeping right now on her little cat tree. But yeah, no, uh, Nate ended up adopting a cat uh, last January. It's, I believe it's been a little over a year now. Uh, well, never a nine-month-year-old cat. Uh, it was Butters. Adopted, a, adopted her. And yeah, it's been, it's been funny. Even after a few months, we couldn't imagine our lives without her. She's just very much very loving cat and not too much of an asshole, which is great. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been fun. But she very much loves being around people, and so anytime it's just like me home by myself, I'm doing the laundry in my room, or just going around doing stuff. She always follows me around and loves to hang out. And it's funny, even now she was uh, meowing at me before the podcast because usually she has an afternoon nap around this mm. point, so she likes to cuddle up there. So no, it's been uh, it's been fun. It's definitely made me more of a, a cat person. Like I like cats before, but now I'm kind of living with one and experiencing that. I'm like, you know what? They're pretty. They're not bad. They're not bad. How have you been since you're allergic to cats? You know, it's funny. It's probably helped that we have a lack of carpeting in here as well. But uh, she's a uh, short hair as well, so that helps out with it too. But uh, honestly, though, it's been surprising. It hasn't been too bad. Uh, since, uh, since she's moved in. So I was worried I was going to have to take allergy pills every day, but I started doing that in the beginning, but then after a while I realized it wasn't necessary. Good. Built-in immunity. Well, it also helps them out, like, scratching her and scratching my eye if I didn't do anything silly like that. Look know. over at Nate, your eyes swollen three times the size. <laughs> How do I look? Do I still look pretty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should really go to the doctor. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. Uh, but yeah, I know. We we'll look back at it, so she's been a uh, joy. Also, tell uh, me a little bit more about your fun experience in your apartment complex. You've had a little bit of a water park out of your experience <laughs> the last two and a half years. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was in the uh, the previous apartment that when I first moved into. It, first flooding happened, and I, I came back home from Christmas, I want to say it was 22, I think that sounds right, uh, was when the first one uh, hit. But literally, like, an hour after I got home from my plane, I just hear this, like, water noise from the uh, from my bathroom, which, you know, I'm out in the living room thinking, yeah, you know, it's probably someone's taking a shower or something like that, nothing major. Then a little bit later, I just go back in there, and this waterfall directly from the vents, uh, my bathroom is coming down, and then... Next thing you know, it's coming in from my kitchen, and yeah, the whole apartment complex had flooded, which luckily wasn't too bad for us. It uh, was a little bit in the kitchen, and then uh, some of it in my bedroom. Nate, that bastard, got lucky. He didn't get any water in his area, but... Well, and didn't you say it was even coming out of some light fixtures at one point? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the lights in the kitchen, yeah. It was coming out of the, uh, the main fixture there. Luckily, uh, we have some smart lights. Luckily, you know, those were damaged in the process. It's expensive. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, overall, it, uh, it wasn't too bad. None of our personal property really got damaged. Uh, I think the worst part was the fans. They had to bring in to try to dry everything out. They are like, yeah, leave them on all the time, if possible. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Don't worry about the le that electric bill that's going to be in the thousands. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it, was, it was fun. And overall, the, the apartment complex handled it. Good. We were, we were pretty happy with the end result of it, but 
But yeah, that was the first one. And then, what, I think it was in May, like maybe six months later, we had another same flooding. Not not as bad as the first one, but yeah, it was just crazy. And it was right around the point where we were looking at maybe leaving the apartment complex and going somewhere different. We ended up lucking out and finding just a bigger unit on the uh, same floor, right down the hallway. So moving was pretty easy and ended up gaining a balcony in the process now. And yeah, it's uh, it's been great. So I'll never forget you so, calling me or you FaceTimed me and you're like, yeah, we're a two-bathroom household now, or a one-bathroom household now because you took me into your restroom. They had removed the sink from the wall and then your toilet was now in your shower. <laughs> That was fun when well, we just had the uh, the main restroom and shower. That uh, was a fun couple of weeks that we went through. Yeah, that really showcases how good of roommates are when you only have one bathroom instead of two. Oh my god, yeah, no, it, it worked out well. Yeah, me and Air too when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. Luckily, we also have different work schedules too, so we're not, we're both not trying to use the shower at the same time. That does help. You're not on top of each other. Fair. It's nice getting a little bit more of the hustle and bustle of the city. And like you said, that balcony. It's true. I love that balcony. I grill out there when I can. Uh, usually it's a little bit warmer out than now. But uh, yeah. But no, it's been great for hosting parties and having people over too. Yeah. Plus now we have more space for the dartboard too, which has been great. Yep. And we know how much you love your darts. It's true. It's true. I, I still need to uh, join a dart league out here, though. I've gotten Nate into darts as well, so hopefully we can uh, join something up. It's going to be a couple's thing. Oh, our... well, yeah. Now when you get your bestie out here, it's, mm. it's all you can do. So. Uh -huh. so as we're starting to wrap this up, is there anything we haven't talked about with your move and your adventure in Denver that you really want my listeners to know about? also set good goals for yourself of like I can't move out there until I get a job oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. don't go in there just with uh, you know dreams you want to go out just uh, go out there with a plan as well mm -hmm. but, but yeah no it's make it happen what I've been trying to do every day out here and take on new adventures and yeah hopefully this next year we'll be able to go out and travel a little bit more to some new places too yeah, that's, that's a good thing. You know, if you have good friends to go along with you on a good trip, nothing beats it. Yeah, or you have people that you can go and meet them at their location. It's true. Nothing beats having a place to stay for free. Yep, that's how I've been able to travel so much. It's true. Make friends in different places. Yep. Well, you answered my final question already, which was, 
what advice do you have for people that are moving out? Or what would you say is the biggest part of you moving out there? And you already answered that without even me saying it. So kudos to you, my friend. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so we know each other so well. We uh, 21 years, we're mind readers already. Ah, uh, God, matter. Can't wait to see what we'll be doing in 20 more years. Oy. Well, hopefully families, kids, maybe some better paychecks. More adventures to come, okay. I am sure. Oh, it's still on a 47. Or sorry, 48 for you now. Mm, yes, put that respect Happy on my name. Birthday. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you as a viewer, if you did not know, uh, it's Tyler's birthday, February 19th. So it's happy birthday. So. Yep, yep. Send the messages, send the cards. I do take traveler's checks. <laughs> uh, you don't know what takes checks anymore, Tyler. Oh, I still write them. Some bills require them, unfortunately. Some bills require them, yeah, and that is unfortunate. Well, well we know how to do our signatures. So. That is very true. That is very true. Cursive is a dead thing in the in the academic schools anymore, so we were one of the last groups to really learn it. it. But did they, I think they're bringing it back. I mean, I guess like anything, everything comes back into style, but most of my friends' kids have not gotten on that train yet. Yeah. Having to write all those paragraphs just plainly in cursive. And you're like, well, then you find out everybody writes in cursive just with gibberish. And so you're like, man, I really tried to make that P or that L or Q or whatever um, in that particular way so perfect. And you're like, wait a second, people are just scribbling those things and doing whatever they want. Pretty much, pretty much. I, it's funny now because uh, I think about it. I feel like the only cursive I really know at this point is just spelling out my name. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to get me to do any other letters. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And even that, I've already put, like, I make my own version of my T and stuff, and I have my own version of my H. So, like, everybody just does their own little their little piece to their signature, which I think makes it cool. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's all about style and flair, adding your own personal touch onto it. Exactly. Oh, it's not just thing with anything in life, just adding your own personal flair on it. Mm -hmm. Every time I write a, a my signature on a student's form or something, I'm like, man, I hope you know how important this signature is right here. How many years I took in to make this signature the perfect thing that it is. A lot of time, a lot of effort into this. Respect it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Respect the process. <laughs> they should, they should know who they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Professor Honig. <laughs> don't you forget it. It's true, it's true. Though they, I guess they don't know you by your street name. No, no, they probably don't. Though we could save that for another podcast episode. Yeah, we'll save it for episode that, three. Uh, Leave everybody wanting more. Exactly, exactly. You know, on that one, I can ask you the questions. Because no one's really done that episode on you, have they? That's the one Anna Faubert was the host for. <sighs> so I see that you're up with your life story trivia. Just a couple. Just a couple. Uh-huh. Well, buddy, as always, it's an absolute pleasure having you on. Like I said, thank you so much for jumpstarting this incredible journey that I've gotten to go on these last three years. And um, here's to 75 more episodes. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I'm on board with it. We'll do another one then. Yeah. Uh, catch up. You'll be episode one on my future talk show. Who needs Jimmy Fallon? I'll be the next Tonight Show host. 
obviously, if a comedian can do it, you can. Exactly. That's my thoughts on it. So, well, until next time, my friend. Yes. Thank you for sharing your catch up on how living in Denver has been and all the great things you've done, growth and new experiences. It's all about the adventure. That is, it is. All right. Take care, buddy. Love you. And with that, that is another episode of Life Story. If you enjoyed it, please give a like and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. As always, I'm Tyler Honig. Make it a great day.